hi folks, I'm Paolo, you can call me Pao. And this is Mika, and we just finished our first episode where we uh, um, listened to uh, my gateway song to the K-pop world, uh, You Calling My Name by GOT7. And yeah, I was really able to catch on to those like falsettos and yeah. uh, the, the bass, I guess the alternate the between bass. the highs and the lows. Yes. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. The bass. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I guess to now, I guess I'll talk about my own journey. Ah, this is the K-pop guru. <laughs> Don't use Korean not... Korean culture guru there. That's not that's not really accurate, but <laughs> in my life at least, one of the gurus. Right. I don't think have I told you this this story already? I don't think I even told you this one yet. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah. So I think it was due to a couple of things back in 2015. One is iFlix, which is mm. interesting because the company no longer is I mean, it's no longer alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it got Rest it got bought out by, by by Tencent, but yeah, at the time iFlix was still launching, and I think it, I was in uni. Uh, we were both in uni, and mm-hmm. I was part of this org, and they were doing you know as as a lot of organizations do it that when they have events, like they got iFlix as a sponsor, and they're yeah. trying to you know get people to sign up for iFlix, right? And then just to help our numbers, I also signed up like three of my Google accounts to to iFlix. Yeah, and then basically because I signed up through my Google accounts, I had three months free of iFlix, right? That is so Asian. <laughs> I did the same <laughs> for Netflix. Oh, you did this oh, for Netflix. Okay. Like multiple accounts? Yeah, like different cards, different <laughs> emails. <laughs> Went through all my family members. <laughs> Oh wow! Got the whole family involved too, right? Yeah, and well, I didn't get my family involved, but I basically had three months of iFlix, and so I was like wondering, you know, I might as well try the platform out, uh, look for something to watch, and then I think because iFlix was trying to be more Asian in terms of like the content they had on the platform, I think they were promoting a lot of their their K drama and, and their like mm. main like homepage, and I was like yeah, yeah. intrigued. Like prior to this, I had only watched. Uh, City Hunter oh. uh, back in grade school yeah which was pretty popular during its time as well yeah. but although that was that was not because of me that was because of my mom who was <laughs> who was interested in that drama yeah yeah but otherwise I, I wasn't really into Korean culture at all uh, mm-hmm. prior to that and to be honest I had my reservations like you know would I even like this like is it just gonna be a waste of time if I watch yeah but I, I, I still ended up watching so the name of the drama is Secret Garden it's mm-hmm. also a pretty popular drama yeah I think I've heard for those who 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 watch uh, dramas a lot, so yeah, they, there are a lot of memes also that, that came out of this drama as well. Yeah, and then I watched one, and then suddenly I watched another, and then another, and then another. Yeah, and then at that same time as well, uh, my brother got into like a international Olympia that was being hosted in Daegu, which is a city in oh. Korea. Um, and then prior to me getting to to K dramas, uh, I wasn't planning on joining him to go to the trip. I was like, yeah, too much, you know, too much hassle. And then I still at school and all of that stuff. Uh, but then after I got into K dramas, I was like, now I need to go. <laughs> and so because we are doing a trip for the first time <laughs> into a country that didn't really speak English as a first language, and I think at twenty fifteen at the right. time, yeah, Korean wasn't like K pop wasn't the way that it is now. I would say like definitely, although K pop and K dramas yeah. were pretty much popular already by that time. I don't think it was you know it had reached that level of popularity that it is now it wasn't as big of a phenomenon i think right, at right. that time yeah. yeah especially in the U- u.s i would say or in the west yeah it wasn't that big yet yeah so 
Oh yeah, definitely. So you know, I I took the time to learn Hangul actually over the weekend. Watched you know, binged YouTube videos. Oh man! I think the name of the YouTube channel is Learn Learn Korean Class One Hundred One, something like that. And it's it's pretty much like a go to. Is this the one that you linked? Right, to right, me? right. <laughs> yeah. To re- uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all the basics, and I think you can learn this over the weekend. Like that's the that's the beauty of it of of the language, I guess. Like the foundation is pretty simple. Yeah. 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 And that's why I learned it, and then I came to Korea. Yeah, I learned how to write. Yeah. Oh, you learned how how to write already? Cool. Yeah, but I don't remember a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it it does take some practice. You you do have to keep using it. Like I forget. Yeah, yeah. I learned Hangul, then went to Korea one time, and then I I decided I needed to learn more of the language. To be honest, it was actually more of the language that I quote unquote fell in love with, and so I ended up taking. Korean as my because in our university we had like an extra language class, mm. like a elective, and then I chose Korean. I guess if I hadn't gotten into K dramas, I would have chosen Chinese, but because <laughs> I went to a Chinese elementary school, but I ended up choosing Korean. And because of my Korean language elective, I also ended up deciding that I wanted to take a term abroad in Korea uh, yeah. as well to, to use up my yeah because our, our school also had like a like term abroad exchange program so I, I used that to to go to Korea and then I eventually ended up using that experience to land myself an opportunity to work in Korea as well for an internship and then throughout all that time I've just been like picking up a lot of different you know wh- how to say it's burying myself in <laughs> in, in K-pop and, and K-dramas. Yeah. yeah so a lot of my favorites like Mika mentioned she was she's really into God 7 until now uh, although for me it's sort of changed over time since it's been five years yeah and, and you know the, the the artists that I follow have changed uh, although there are still artists that I like then that I still like now um, like you know Red Velvet for example and and um, IU for example oh IU yes yeah so I, I'm actually more partial to soloists ah. than, than groups although obviously mm-hmm. I I watch a lot of groups as well on variety shows and yeah. music shows. But yeah, that's that's sort of the expanse of what I've experienced in a nutshell, as short as possible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I, I'm I'm not like I'm not like you, Mika, who has like who's fallen in deep into like a into a group. <laughs> so if I am depth, your breadth. Yeah, I, I guess I'd put it that thing. way. I I yeah. put it that way. But also, I'm not in like too deep yet. Like I'm still a baby in this world, so <laughs> right, right, yeah. So I think that's that's the most that's the that's the story behind how I fell into K-pop, and I think you know, uh, as I mentioned, like I don't really have any group that I fell into particularly. Although I have songs, especially over the past year, uh, that I've been listening to on repeat, and then I think you know, I it would be good to play that for you guys now. Sort of like my turn yes. to to share, uh, and, and I purposely picked songs that. Mika doesn't know. Yeah. So that you know, uh, Mika also discovers songs. I don't know if she, <laughs> if yes. you like this. No, no, no. A lot of friends have been recommending as well. So I've been expanding as time passes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that you know, like the one I know best. <laughs> right, I right, guess, right. In yeah. honor of uh, the group that got me into this. I think it was a perfect song to to start with. Yeah. So just a little bit. Of, so the song I picked. To play is Apollo 11 so it's a song by Jamie she used to go by Park Jimin um, I think she was a yeah she was a JYP trainee uh, and then she also she was on ASC right was she I don't know much of her history because I, I discovered her as Jamie when she like sort of uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. rebranded herself already uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really know her her career as Park Jimin uh, but she rebranded herself and I think in an interview she said she wanted to re- rebrand herself because 
Jamie was a more comfortable name for her. Like that's how her family calls her. That's how her friends call. Uh. Her. Yeah. So she rebranded herself Jamie, and yeah, she's now with JYP now. And I think <laughs> there's a there's a whole discussion to be had about that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but and then it's interesting because this song also is done with another, I guess, ex JYP. Yeah. Oh gosh. All of our artists today, uh... yeah, yeah, and and they're all not in JYP now, as as we speak. Yeah, so it, it's featuring Jay Park, who, interestingly enough, because he left JYP, I think he was able to sort of start the whole. He was one of the, I guess, progenitors of the K hip hop kind of like scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or maybe at least making it more mainstream. Correct. Yeah, I came across a couple of his songs, and yeah, I think one of the pioneers, I would say, of Korean hip hop and rap, I guess, for the more mainstream era. Right, right. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty interesting song in terms of like who are who the artists are. <laughs> But yeah, in terms of the song specifically, I think the the song in particular I really like. Obviously, the vocals. I think the vocals are definitely a highlight here. But also, obviously, the titles Apollo Eleven. So the the instrumentation definitely gives that outer space vibe. And the Ooh. lyrics, uh, in particular, it's the lyrics that I like because it's sort of you know kind of popular now, especially with like female soloists. Like you know, uh, they always like to emphasize like I'm doing things my own way, right? Sort of that very you know full of confidence, kind of like individualistic mm-hmm. kind of like message. Like you know, it doesn't really matter what other people say; just do things your own way. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. There's a particular lyric that I like. Let me. Let me look it up. There's a. It's like she says. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it in Korean for y'all. And then I think Mika, you have the English lyrics, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is more towards this. I think like the last before the last chorus. She has like chagun han goromira toradu ne neire kide kajo talago. Yeah. This is like you know even if I take like a small step, she's sort of still like aiming for her her future, right? And and going towards like tomorrow uh, while she's singing the the song that she wants to sing. Yeah. So I think that's. Yeah, uh, that's the lyric in particular that I really like. And yeah, and I think like Jamie's vocals are also really on point in this. And she like it's it's not just um, like sort of like a high pitch kind of voice, but there's a lot of like layers to it also. And yeah, there's some lines where she actually like almost growls a bit. Like you can sense like a fierceness <laughs> um, in, in 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 the vocals as well. And of course, Jay Park. Uh, <laughs> what else can I say? Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, so I guess now uh, let me let me play the song. Hope you guys enjoy the song, and we'll catch you in a continuation of this episode.
Take it, take it, my lead. 지금 느낌은. 